You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Wow, met fellow adventurers. We're now ready to do the special Christmas adventure, and I have a special Christmas companion who's going to say whatever it is he calls himself. What do you mean? Thomas Stevens. Or herself, or itself, because well, let's, let's just keep it all a mystery now. It's 2021 now, almost 2022. Uh, pronouns are a thing. Uh, how much, so much has changed in the last year. How do you not remember your own brother's name, Tom? What? I'm not sure if he wants me to say his name. And I'm not even sure if he wants me to say he's my brother. My name. Or he. My, yeah, whatever my pronouns are. My name's Samuel. You know it's Samuel. Because apparently it was last time. It was last time. For if those, this is the same brother, that is. For those that listened, well, they know by the dulcet sounds of my voice that indeed it's the same Samuel Stephen Slater. Well, well ed, ed, anyhow, he's... Yeah, he's, he's, he's been talking quite a bit. We've got to hurry because he decided to put a timer on this. Well, my time is precious, Thomas Stephen Slater, and the clock is ticking. Yeah. 28 minutes and 40 seconds to go, but let's not talk about the time. Let's enjoy right. the rhyme. So to get to get to this special event, we go behind the blue door. Where what's, all... the blue, what's, the, what's the special event? The special event is this Christmas special event. <gasps> yeah, and the blue door is where they put all the... Sp- all the things that, all the all the prizes that you get. So it's a Christmas special event, this, and it's a Christmas special podcast. But we're releasing it on New Year's Eve. Yes, yes. It took it, it took a while to to. It's got to be edited. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that actually was. It took time to to drag Jack in. I had to get the rope. Who's Jack? Uh, Sam- or Samuel. 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 Oh, I'm very bad. Very bad. Oh, Sam was. Oh, Jack well, was anyway, my old nickname. As you, as you, <laughs> As you remember from 
some episodes back, I picked up a package. Oh, yeah. It's now it's time to open the wrapped package you acquired from beneath the towering, lighted spruce in Blade Square. Time to open it. Oh, let's open. Dun, 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 dun. Suddenly, mindful of the date, you realise you can now open the wet-wrapped mm. square package you acquired beneath the towering, lighted spruce in Blade Square. However, oh. after several failed attempts to undo the broad green ribbon and tear off the metallic red paper, you set down the wrapped gift with an expirated sigh. Hey, you! Over there! The sharp whisper gives you a start. Turning in the direction of the unexpected utterance, your eyes fall upon the hooded figure, seated behind a cluttered table who greeted you with a nod when you entered the windowless building. The hooded stranger again nods, then motions for you to approach. Yes, you, over here. Please continue. Oh, we don't read that bit, do we? No. It's just the next... Yeah, yeah we usually oh, don't read that. Words, Sometimes it? I read it by accident. <laughs> with the package tucked under your arm, you step up to the cluttered table and the hooded figure places his gloved hands atop the large, leather-bound tomb he's been studying and size. Overcome by curiosity, you attempt to gain a peek of your unknown host's face, but the shadows cast by the bulky hood covering his head completely obscure his countenance. You'll hear about that gift! He says in a deep and somewhat waspy voice. I should like to believe that an accomplished adventurer like you would know better than to accept accept such things from persons unknown to them. The world is a dangerous place these days. Even more so for the fool. Or the foolhardy. Mind though, I don't consider you either of these. He suddenly reaches out with his right hand and the red wrap package flies from your grasp and lightly lands on the table before him. Ah, yes, it is as I feared, he says, to briefly examining the package. This can't be opened here, either by you, by me, nor by you, not by anyone for that matter. I'm afraid it's far too dangerous for such convention. You'll need to take this back to where you acquired it, and tend to it there. That, my friend, is my best and only recommendation. The hooded figure motions with his right hand, and the wrap package floats back to you. And we got the wrap box again. It's the it's the same as when when we picked it up. Oh, no change there. No, of course not. It's only gone for a few seconds. Very, very true, very true. You ask him what he means by dangerous with regards to the package, but instead of answering your your query, he dismisses you with a wave of his left hand. Thank you for stopping in. Do come again some time. I'm sure you can see yourself out. A good day to you, madam, with even better days to follow. Take care of yourself, keep well, and stay out of trouble and all that shite. Put, a, put off by his rude demeanour. You curtly bid him farewell, with your mind set on returning to the towering spruce in Blade Square as soon as thought possible. Make your way to Blade Square in Trithic. And I Trithic. Will... And I will. Well, I'm already in Trithic, because oh. I knew that was where I would have to do something. Okay. So explore the city, Blade Square. There's a lot more reading going on here, isn't it? 
Right, let's approach this. The background this. looks a bit like RuneScape, doesn't it? The, the little bricks and stuff and the little style of the, the screen. It's yeah. Quite, it's quite RuneScape 2012. Well, 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 this, well this is way older than 2012. Whew. Should know. Copyright that. Marrows. And uh, Ma- oh, Matthew H. Ma- Yarrows. Well, I don't think you can copyright something as basic as a brick wall pattern. It's, oh, people it's, have copyrighted simpler. Well, well, not if you have as few lawyers as he has, which is none. Are we talking about his what lawyers? Are we allowed to do that? Well, he doesn't have any, so do we can that? talk about them. Okay. Blade Square is a wide query. Well, the Blade oh. Square is just the same as, as it so always we, is. So we don't need to read that bit then, do we? A towering evergreen stands in the centre of the square, rising out of a heap of colourful wrapped package, although substantially smaller now. A red fa- red clad figure stands near the base of the tree. Maybe he's gone now. His eyes fixed on you. Approach the tree. She draw up to the base of the tree. Tree, you suddenly find yourself face to face with the red suited, white bearded man you first encountered when acquiring the very red wrap box now tucked under your arm. Although you recognise him, at least you think you do, he seems somehow different than you remember. Well now. I was told you'll be turning up before long, he says, his voice deeper than you recall, and is certainly affected by a faint echo. It's about... Oh, are you going to do this? No, I'm just moving in the middle of us. It's about that gift, isn't it? Yes. The one on your arm. So if we're about to go through with this, let us have a look at it. Come on now. I can't just wave my hand and make it happen. Please continue. Don't, don't read that. That, oh, that, that happens that, at the that end that of every the, section. Ruins the drama. Somewhat reluctantly, you hand the wrapped box over to the red-suited man and watch as he closely scrutinises the red package. Oh wait, is the um, red-suited man Santa Claus? Do you think? Well, well, he's probably he's when he's visiting our world. He's Santa Claus. He oh. has a different name when he's visiting Tysa and Swith the land of Swith in general. Is is Swith a land? Well, it's a, it's a whole world. A whole world, a planet Swift. What well, we assume it's a planet. We d- we haven't we haven't really we haven't seen all of Swift, so we don't know if it's planet shaped. Come on, Matthew we, H. Yarrows, you need to make the rest of the planet. We need to work out what's going on. I mean, we kind of ass- we assume it's planet shaped because we live on a planet, but it's not necessarily planet shaped. It could be flat. It could be. Do planets have pring- to be spherical? Well. Well, you could have, theoretically, you could have a donut-shaped planet. I'm not so certain you're worthy of this gift, so-called, he says, lowering the box, his face twisted into a grim sneer. In fact, just what it is, what it is you are worthy of, not much, I'd imagine, although I'd wager we can find out readily enough. Let's have ourselves a little game. With no patience for his total antics, you step forward, demand he return your package. In reply, he smirks and shakes his head. No, not just yet, he says, rapidly retreating several feet. First the game, and then, and only if you survive. Mind you, you may just win back this prize. He waves his white hand over his head and a swirling blue vortex appears on the ground at his feet. The magical gate, nearly three feet in diameter, its assured depths creaked with bands of gold and silver, emits a soft, 
steady hum. And whenever you hear that hum, bad things are probably going to happen. But we're going to dive in anyway, because that's what heroes do. Your first instinct is to lunge at the red-suited male factor. Malefactor. Oh, yeah. And snatch back your gift box before he either hurls it into the portal or jumps in with it. But something inexplicable stays your hand. In the next instant, the shrill clamour of ringing bells issues from the churning maw of the magical gate. We've met before, says the white-bearded man, his leering grin vaguely familiar to you. I doubt very much that you recall our previous run-ins, for they were of a different hive and place. Entirely so. As a matter of indisputable fact, they haven't yet come to pass. That's the grand mystery of the great crab's domain. Uh, URL available. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The great crab? Zatharuk is involved? Wait, is that... I can't read that. Where's that? Oh, Wait. the great crab. Is that a guy? Yeah, well, that, that's a link that under under the great crab's domain. You see it's underlined? Oh, yeah, I can, I can, that's a link to a lore book entry. I can see the URL available. Well, I could click it. Maybe Jack could read it. It's kind of long. Oh, we won't read that bit then. Let's move on. Yeah, I think I think it makes more sense to someone who's a more committed player. Apparently, pleased by the puzzled expression in your face, he continues. So let this be our first true one in. The clamour of bells issuing from the swirling portal, which is a crescendo, eliciting a fiendish smile from the old man. If you desire to have this back, you'll need to earn it, he says. His voice suddenly little more than a snarl. Follow me, if you're such of a metal. I think it's metal. If you're of such metal. Something like that. <laughs> with your wet wrapped box tucked under with your wet back wrapped box tucked under his arm, he gives you a nod, steps into the magical gate, and instantly vanishes. You immediately move to the edge of the portal and discover that the gate is rapidly shrinking. In a few moments, it'll be too small for you to pass through. Oh no! With the incessant din of ringing bells sounding out of the portal, you stand on the prepices of the magical gate, carefully considering the wisdom of following the red-suited package thief into the unknown. Despite your desire to reclaim your red wrapped gift, you have little doubt that untold peril likely awaits you beyond the portal's swirling threshold. So we have two options. Step into the swinking portal and have an adventure. Or decide against it and abandon your stolen gift and not have an adventure. Yeah, let's decide against it and abandon your gift. It's Christmas, isn't it? Let's, Let's play it safe. I joke, let's step into the shrinking portal. Yeah, I think the audience would prefer it if we step into the portal. All, all the audience, all of you out there. Without further delay, you step into the swirling magical vortex and, and instantly plunge into the silent icy voyage. You tumble headlong through the frigid darkness, spinning and turning until you can no longer tell up from down or left from right. Suddenly, a shearing blast of wind suddenly tears through the void, its deadly hot breath silently assailing your exposed 
Pick up a random number from 1 to 100. Yep. Bonus plus 20, body plus 20. Yep, from Success body. total pick now. We have to pick a number. Yeah. Let's pick six. Yeah, I'll, I'll weed those out, Jack. I've figured out a system. Okay. Pick now. So we get if we don't get 60 with that 20 bonus, something bad will happen. Pick okay. now. I want to pick it. Okay, you can click the next check. Then. I want to pick the number. Can I pick the number? Well, it's randomly generated. Sorry, I don't understand. Oh, Google's getting involved. Let's ignore Google. Yeah, yeah Google. Google, this is a... T- that two, you're not, you can't two, play on. This is a two-human podcast, not a two-and-a-robot podcast. Go leave us alone, Google. Yes, yes, yes. 73 is a success, despite the ferocity of the searing wind. You manage to stave off its more ravaging effects, and you take 18 damage, oh, which no. I can quickly heal mm. by clicking the quick heal button. Before you manage to draw your next breath, a second blast of deadly air washes up from below, scorching you as it surges past on its unknown course through the impenetrable gloom. So it's the same check again. Jack, do you wish to click? Pick a random number to between 1 and 100. Yeah, same check. Do you know what my favourite number is between 1 and 100, Tom? 1? Nope. Yes, again. 42? 69. Of course. People out there might know why it's 69, but let's give it to ourselves, shall we? Pick now. 82. Close to my favourite, but not my favourite. Despite the ferocity of the searing blast, you manage to starve off its deadly effects. Minus 12 SP. What's an SP? Oh, stamina points. Yeah. So we lost 12 stamina points. Can we quick heal? Yep. Quick heal. Ah, we healed it. Please continue. Yep. Oh. Oh, God, that's a lot of text. You can read that. Suddenly, with a sudden jolt, you find yourself on your feet, standing on something solid, through still in the midst of the frigid, inky darkness. As you shudder, struggling to stave off the gnawing cold, while considering your next move, a yellow light flares to life nearby, its flickering glow, glow revealing the grinning face of your wet-suited quarry. Welcome to the Outer Passage, he says, as the glow of his as the glow of his battered lantern swells to reveal the broad stone passage in which you stand. Now, I've never wor- heard of the Outer Passage before, so I'm going to read the Whoa, Law Book entry. Outer Passage is This is completely new to so me. we open new tabs so we don't lose our place? Oh, don't worry. It, we can go back. The Outer Passage. The Outer Passage is the name ascribed to a series of vast realms that exist along the undefined edges of the nivernal realm of Zarathmore. Very little is known about the Outer Passage, save that the trembling powers of Zarathruk... Time-bending. Time-bending powers of Zarathruk, the mighty lord of Zarathmore, have no effect on its realms or their... Mm. Looks like a convenient place to be if you are planning some sort of rebellion against him. Oh, oh Santa Claus is going to give you a present. Uh, I, 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 think, I don't think this is Santa Claus. In fact, I think it's an entirely different entity than the one that gave me the package. Mm-hmm. It's an adventure shop. What's that? Uh, the adventure shop. That, that lets you buy various packages that make your character stronger. Oh, 
does it cost real money? Well, it costs Swiss coins, which you buy with real money. Oh, Matthew, Matthew. Well, people, he's got to make money somehow. That's very true. It's not like it, world we live in. Yes, yes. It, for, unfortunately, the the stimulus checks weren't big enough. Mm. <laughs> oh, bit of politics, bit of politics. <laughs> Let's go back. Mm. The old man douses. Oh, wait, we didn't get that far, did we? Go on, Tom. The crap has no authority here. So time isn't necessarily the most pressing concern, but should certainly be concerned for numerous and wicked other perils that inhabit this place. The old man douses his light as a pale golden glow floods the corridor. You notice he's no longer carrying your gift. Well, that's... You boldly demand that your red-suited antagonist reveal his purpose for all of this and return to you your wrapped package. Then realising there's no sign of the portal through which you entered this place, you tell him to provide you with the means for returning to your world. That's not possible, he says, shaking his head. There's the game at hand which must first be resolved. And your gift, if that's how you choose to describe it, is at the very heart of it. Find your pretty red box and you'll have found your way home. The eerie clamour of ringing bells suddenly fills the air, echoing along the passage and etching a startled grasp from your white-bearded host. Sooner than I expected, he mutters. No matter, though. Things are seldom what they seem, or what they ought to be, when you're in the outer passage. Best of luck to you, dear friend. Oh, and you best look behind you. As the old man suddenly dissolves into a pool of mist, you heed his warning and turn to find yourself confronted by a terrifying sight. What will it be? We'll find out next click. Santa Claus. Emerging from the shadows gathered at the edge of the passage, the rounded tip of its massive bronze head nearly scraping the ceiling is a giant whacking, walking, wank, wanking bell. <laughs> walking, Jack. Walking. Walking, Samuel, Samuel. Walking, it's very late. Walking bell. The metallic abomination, its short, sturdy legs, little more than iron pillars bolted to the flared flared lower whim of its bronze jacket, trundles towards you with short, thundering strides. As the living bell moves to within striking distance, it suddenly sways forward, producing a deafening series of clangs as it attempts to slam its fearsome bulk into you. It's a bit dirty, doesn't it? Begin combat! Yep, it is against a living bronze bell. And you see those black squares, Jack? I, I do. There's two black squares in the middle, uh, either side of the begin combat. Yeah, that means it's an eight. You need to just roll an eighteen plus on a twenty-sided die to hit it. Twenty-sided. How big is this dice? Well, it it it, it it's virtual. It can be as big as you want it to be. Have they made uh, eight uh, twenty-sided dice in real life? Oh, oh yes, yes. They're, they're they're one of the five different shapes dice can be. Really? That must be a massive dice. Well, you can make the sides smaller. Dice, 20-sided. I recommend, if you're listening, let's Google it. Yeah, well, if oh you're familiar... Oh, my God, there's so many sides. That's a lot of sides. 
Like, yeah, it's, it's a common... Yeah, it's a common tool for... Oh, my God, you can get a hundred-sided dice. Yeah, but a hundred-sided dice wouldn't be completely regular. It's basically a circle, isn't it? It's basically spherical completely. Yeah, the thing about... Thing about twin, there's only there's only five or so regular polyhedrons you can make where each side is exactly as much chance of turning up. That's the, the four-sided dice, the six-sided dice, the eight-sided dice... The twelve-sided dice and the twenty-sided dice, so, which means, of course, you you end up using all of them when you play games like Dungeons and Dragons. Well, there you go. Now we know a little bit more about dice. Although, Let's begin combat. Although, admittedly, I think nearly everyone who listened to this already knew that. But Jack, but I mean Samuel. Samuel, no. I don't know where you're getting this other <laughs> name from, Jack. Jack, I've never heard of that before. Anyway, it's Living Bronze Belt. It's twenty plus. So, one, just one. No, we're gonna we're gonna run away from him. Yeah. Oh, it's not got that much health. Hmm. A sudden. Okay, you stab at your enemy. The massive bell attempts to wing you for thirteen damage. Could we lose thirteen. Let's let's attack him. Let's attack him. Let's kill this guy. No, no. It, it's it's Are eighteen. Not swearing on your podcast. It's 18 plus, so it's uh, we're not going to do that. Let's well. do it again. Fight again. No. no. When, you, when you've got 18 pluses, you want to use magic. Magic. It's wave touch. Wave touch. Oh, it's got an anti-magic aura. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, go on. It, oh, it we're does, losing health. Like the no giant tomorrow. bell deals you a staggering blow, 55 damage. Oh, okay. we're really struggling now. We're going to uh, die. Yeah, we probably will. What happens if you die? Uh, I'm not sure. Right. We happen? might be okay because it's a special, or we might have to start again. Oh, no. Well, I'll just click for it quickly, Jake. You won't have to weed it again. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, 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 you're defeated, but you're still but alive. still alive. Wow, look at that. Thank you, Bell, for not killing us. Thank, yeah, the, just, thank the Bell, Jack. Are we just bleeding to death? Thanks for letting me bleed to death. Well, don't worry. We, we not... still have magical powers, so... Still alive. Is this like Harry Potter? Oh, and the bell also shrugged off 18 damage. <laughs> you collapse into a heap, bloodied and battered. The last thing you hear before everything goes black is the sharp, unnerving clamour of ringing bells. That rings a bell. <laughs> Get it? Rings a bell. Suddenly, your eyes fly open and you instinctively struggle to your feet, half expecting to have to con- confront the monstrous living bell that struck you with what you believe to be a killing blow. Instead, you find yourself facing the red-suited, white-bearded man who's theft of your present and escaped to the portal. Led to this strange affair. You want to read this? No, okay, okay. This strange lair, not affair. Well, a bit of both. <laughs> so... We've had a little setback, have we? He says, shaking his head. Perhaps this is just a bit too much for you. I could ease a challenge a bit, just a bit, if that's what you'd like. Well, is it? Would you like that? Would you like things to be made just a little bit easier, after all? After all, you've now got to start over from the beginning. The very least I can do is heal you up a little. 110 healing. His condescending tone ignites your ire, though you do your best to keep from revealing your frustration. So do we request that he makes the challenge easier, 
or make no such request and die again. We're going to have to make it I easy. think we make no request. Let's go. I think if we make... Well, okay. I'll make no such request. And then we, then we die. Yeah, we, we will die again. Oh, no. Go on, make no request. Please continue. Oh, and just to remind you, he says, the little maze you'll be wandering through... I didn't even see the maze. That's how bad we've done. Wandering through would be different this time. It changes every time, in case you didn't already know. This is, after all, the outer passage. One must expect such dashes of chaos here. With that, the white-bearded, red-suited man... Is that bows or blows? Bow. Bows and blinks out of existence, leaving you alone in the frigid corner. Oh, there's a little thing. This is different. Yep, this is the new mapping system here. The beginning. You're standing in the precise spot upon which you first appeared in these frigid, twisting passages. Unfortunately, there's no sign of the magical gate that bore you here. Yep, so every... There's Every no square exit of this dungeon has its own little description. There's no exit. We are in the frigid passages. A twisting maze of frigid pass passages filled with such horrid abominations as giant walking bells. It's no place to spend any considerable amount of time. The sooner you recover your wrapped package and secure a way, a way out of this nightmarish realm, the better. You've visited one of the two locations. Your exploration has revealed. You haven't yet searched any of the locations you've explored. Well, we'll have to fix that pretty sharpish. So search here. Throw a search of your surroundings. Nothing of any particular interest. Alright, let's go west. A four-way junction. You cautiously explore the frigid maze of twisting passages now and again. The distant clamour of, of a winging bell reaches your ears. Please continue. Something ahead stirs. Please continue. Out of the freezing darkness, a massive bronze bell, stomping along on a, th a pair of thick iron legs, appears out of the gloom ahead and moves swiftly towards you. It's cl clanging, clangor echoing all throughout the corridor. You brazen the attack! Begin battle! Yep. It, it's the Is this the thing again? Is this the same bronze bell? It's a similar bronze bell. It seems like the same. But bronze might bell not be me. the exact same bronze bell. Normal, aggressive, defensive. Let's go aggressive. Right. Are you always going defensive or oh, aggressive? Oh my god, aggressive again! Oh my god, we're losing points. We're dying. Enemy loses ten points. Enemy loses six points. It shrugs off four damage. Oh, look at that. Which, which was was bad because we only did six. We we're gonna... 23, we're going to die. You're defeated, but still alive. Oh, yeah, I remember that from last time. Yeah, so... Please continue. Yeah, that's the same as the last time we got beat up. So now we have a choice. Let's make the request to make the challenge easier. Yes, yes, we? yes. I, I, I believe we have had a little bit of difficulty with this. Otherwise, we'll keep we'll be in a loop, won't we? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if I'd picked a stronger character, we might have been able to handle it. Oh, 30 seconds of the 30 minutes left. Well, we'll just have to keep playing, because we, we've barely even begun. We've barely even begun. Well, I, actually, I don't know how long it will take, because it's my first time. Uh, Jack has basically no experience with this game at all. Uh, Samuel, I don't know who this is. Samuel, Samuel. Who's, who's, who is Jack? Jack. Sam, Sam. Mr. Samuel, Samuel, Jack Samuel. Definitely not Jack. <laughs> and definitely not Greg. 
or Barboy. Oh, 30 minutes is up, but we will keep going for a little bit longer. Yeah. I am the nicest guy. Well, we would have got further if Jack hadn't insisted we, we continue a dungeon that we no way we could Let's survive. Let's continue. The white-bearded man nods and tells you to endeavour to make things a bit easier. We wouldn't such... We wouldn't such an illustrious soul to be so irregularly challenged, would we? He asked. Very well, I believe you'll find things just a bit less harsh from here on out. Perfect. Oh, and just to remind you, he says, the little maze you'll be wandering through will be different this time. Oh, that's the same as before. It changed the beginning. Explore west. Let's explore north. We've not done that yet. Well, it's still a search. Nothing of any particular interest. The beginning, we've seen that. Curious carvings. Strange carved scenes adored the walls all along this section of the passage, depicting long, thin serpents. Their heads were placed by bells of various shapes and sizes. Something nearby stirs. Oh, it's an another engraved bronze bell. Begin combat! Kill your enemy. Let's go aggressive. Aggressive! Yeah, that's it. Oh, no, we died again. All right, we'll make it easier again, then. I think we need to make it even easier. Tom's character yeah, is I'm not pro- strong enough. Yeah, I did pick my weakest character. Why did we do... I said pick your strongest character. Did you explicitly say that? Well, I think I said your best, strongest character. Okay, okay. We'll go back to oh, my... No, no, no. Let's not do that. Continue. <laughs> okay. Um, request that the challenge is made easier. Yeah, it's the same, same thing again. Please continue. We can continue again. Basically, what we're doing here is making the challenge even easier because Tom's character isn't strong enough. But maybe the people who are playing at home, your characters are slightly stronger. Hey, we get to explore the south this time. We've not yet done that. Large, a large round stone button protrudes nearly two inches from the floor in the centre. This part of the package. Well, I'm going to step on it, obviously. The instant you place your weight on the large round stone button, it begins to slowly sink into the floor. When the top of the button is even with the floor, you hear a sharp click. The button begins to emit a faint red glow. You step off the button and it slowly returns to its original ways position. Let's search here. Then we'll search your surroundings. Did you first start playing this game, Thomas? Oh, I would have been enjoying my first time at U- year one at UD. So I've been about 18. What year was that? Maybe 19. Uh, well, it must have been... 2009? 2007, probably. I was in year seven then, people. Year seven. Discover something. What have I discovered, though? Lying at the base of the wall in this section of the passage, almost completely obscured in its shadow, is a thick, jagged fragment of a hard, sticky red and white confection. The instant your fingers brush against the piece, it vanishes in a shimmering field of silver sparkles. 16 XP to general. After carefully examining the sweet spot, examining the spot upon which the strange curiosity rested, you warily resume your exploration. Alright, let's go south now. East-north passage. You cautiously explore the frigid maze of twirling passages. Now and again, a distant clamour of a winging bell reaches your ear. Suddenly... A massive bronze bell, stomping along on a pair of thick thick iron legs, appears out of the gloom ahead and, swift, and moves swiftly towards you. 
It's clank, clanging Clang. clamour echoing Clang. all throughout the, de- the, the corridor. You brazenly face, uh, begin battle! Living bronze bell. It's finally been reduced to three plus, so this shouldn't be... Aggressive, mu- aggressive, aggressive. Yes, ag- definitely aggressive this time. Aggressive, yeah. aggressive. Oh, here we go. Yes. Oh, we, we, we slain them. Right, five XP. You step back from the cracked remains of the massive bell and pause to catch your breath. After checking over your gear, you warily resume your exploration. So it'll probably be the same after every battle, so we'll only read it this time. Also, 5 XP. Okay, let's go. Let's search here. Do a search of surroundings. Discover something. Oh, we discover something. Oh, we get more XP. Lying at the base of the wall in this section of the passage, almost completely obscured in shadow, is a thick, jagged fragment of a hard, sticky red and white confection. The instant your fingers brush against the piece, it vanishes in a shimmering field of silver sparkles. After carefully examining the spot upon which the strange curiosity rested, you warily resume your exploration. It was 32 XP as well. 32 XP. Seems like it's, it's, it's rising exponentially. Let's explore east. You cautiously explore the frigid maze of twisting passages. Now and again, the distant clamour of ringing bell reaches your ears. Please continue. You read s- the web bit. You suddenly realise you are not alone. And there's another massive bronze you bell. You now attack. Begin combat. Aggressive, aggressive, aggressive. Ah, oh, he is dying. You're getting hurt, but he is dying. Amy loses 15. Amy loses 21. Amy loses... Oh my god, I think he's dead. Well, it shrugged off 13 damage. Let's so. go aggressive again. Emily's a 6, Emily's a 9, Emily's a 24. You stained your flow. I thought we said you stained your hoe then. A bit different, isn't it? Yeah, don't not, do that. Not no, for that's a, quite rude. Not for a Christmas episode. All right, resume your exploration. Let's search here. Got to search the surroundings. Nothing really particular interest. Wow. North. A faint spectacular outline adorns the wall in this section of the passage. All around the outline are carved squirrels of various sizes and orientations. You suddenly carved squares, squares. squares of various sizes and orientations. You suddenly realise you're not alone. Begin combat against the cracked bronze bell. Aggressive, aggressive, aggressive. Oh, we're getting hurt. Yeah, fortunately, we heal a bit Can after we, every battle. Let's heal some more. Can we put some more healing on? Right, one more, Quick one healing. healing. Oh my god, we've got so much healing. Okay, let's go. Right, where are we go next? Let's search some more. Let's search over here. If you search our surroundings, we find nothing of particular interest. Let's examine some more. Examining the outline. We're examining the outline. You step up to the outline, carefully examine it, tracing its faint perimeter with your fingers as you study the multitude of carved squares that surround it. After nearly a minute, you step back from the outline. Consider your next move. Please continue. Hmm. We've probably got to find something square, something rectangular to put in it. Your laptop screen's quite rectangular. Well, I, I don't know how to put that in the game, so won't be that. Not that interactive, is it? Well, I, I, that would break the game, I think. How, if I put the screen in the game, how would I play the game? Very true. Very good point. Let's go right. Otherwise known right, as east. west. East. Oh. Oh, yeah, east. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> the convention with maps. I mean, you could just uh, hold them Australian You make style. one mistake, people, and then you're, you're done. So, west-north passage. 
We cautiously explore the frigid maze of twisting passages. Now and again, the distant clong, clong of a winging bell reaches your ears. Suddenly, without warning. Begin combat against the cracked bronze bell. Yep. Oh, he's... Deals you a staggering blow for 22 damage. He's hurting us. But will we do it with the aggressive? Let's go aggressive. Oh, yeah, Yeah. we're going to smash it. Yeah, a jet tends to be, if they're... If, if it's a low plus, fight aggressively because you're going to finish them off quicker before they can get their specials in. You're, you've slain your foe. 5 XP. Moving on. Continue. Yep. Okay, let's continue on this frigid Let's passage. do another heal. I thought frigid meant someone wasn't like up for it. But it can, but it also means cold. Very, very cold. Yeah, she was pretty cold. Yes. Yes, that, that's, how, that's how the word got its meaning, Jack. Search mm. here. Please like continue. Search your surroundings. Nothing of any particular. It's Samuel. Again, who's Jack? Jack. Jack. Never heard of that. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Ah, okay, I'll just call you Bob then. That's not my name. Samuel's my name. Why is Bob? My mum chose Samuel nicely. We caught and explore the thing. It's a dead end. We continue and suddenly we face a giant bronze bell. And it's three plus so we can aggress, 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 aggress. Because we're too busy to say the full word. And we slain the foe again. Oh my lord, what's going on? We're putting a quick heal in. Twelve more stamina points added. Oh my god. Okay, please continue. We dead end exit south. Oh, west-north, a rectangular circular, oh, a large round stone protrudes, a large round stone button protrudes nearly two inches from the floor in the centre of this part of the passage. You suddenly realise you're not alone. I think there's going to be another bell. Oh, God, there is. Evergreen. Oh, we've got Engraved it. Engraved. And it's only three plus, so it's already slain. We're being so quick. And we continue again. Oh, my word. Please continue. And more quick heal. Oh, where are we now? Oh, we're at the round stone button. A large round stone button protrudes nearly two inches from the floor. Step on it. We're stepping on it. The instant you place your weight on the large round stone button, it begins to slowly sink into the floor. When the top of the button is even with the floor, you hear a sharp click. And the button begins to emit a faint red glow. 
you step off the button and it slowly returns to its original raised position. That was probably a good thing. That probably helped solve the puzzle somehow. Cross. Search here. Oh, we search. Do a search. We do a bit more. We find nothing of particular interest. But where Keep are we going, going north. Next? An Orient Dias. Iron Dias. An it... Orient Dias. Constructed out of heavy iron plating. Stands in the middle of this section of the Plating. A large, I feel like I'm back at school. A large key-shaped impression is set into the deadly dust. Suddenly, please continue. A massive, oh, another massive bloody bronze bell stomping along on a pair of thick iron legs appearing on the gloom and we're ready to attack. Yeah, we're just going to keep bashing it. Tempts to wing you. Bashing, bashing, bashing. Oh, it shrugs off two damage, but not enough because it's, it's still slain. Bah. Five XP. Well, and if I check you over your gear, you will resume your airport possession. Search here. Search here. Search here. Search. Yeah. No yeah. particular interest. Nothing Examine here. the impression. Right, nothing there. Two fragments fill nearly half of the impression. Step down off the dais. Ah, so we've got to find two more. Two more of those sticky fragments. Got to find them. Step off the dice. Step off the dice. Alright, that'll probably, if we get there, we'll get something which we'll probably put in the outline. Oh my lord. Because that's, that's just how dungeons work. That's how they work. A striped lever. Right. A red and white striped lever protrudes from the wall in this section of the frigid passage. So frigid. Suddenly. Oh no. Another bell? Let's just it's bash a this bronze quick. bell. It's only three plus. Let's smash the... Yep. Hell out of it. All the heaven out of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, fortunately, the making it easier also made the specials lower. Wow. Which is definitely decent consideration on Matt's, Matt's part. You step back from the crap remains of the bell with another 5 XP. Alright, let's examine this lever and probably pull it. No, let's push the lever down. Okay. You examine the red and white striped lever protruding from the wall, and now that it appears, you should probably be able to push it down. Let's push it down. Let's not just step away from the lever like a boring dunce. Move to your annoyance. The lever refuses to budge. After several attempts to move it, you turn and step away. And we just gave up after all anyway. Please continue. Must be something else we have to do. Let's search here first. Must be something else. Nothing of any particular interest. We're looking for those... Stripey candy bits. Wow. Square stone button. A large square stone button protrudes from nearly two inches from the floor in the centre of the passage. Step on the button. We step on the button. The instant you place your weight on the square, large square stone button begins to slowly sink into the floor. And when the top of the button is even with the floor, you hear a sharp click, and the button begins to emit a faint red glow. You step off the button, and it slowly returns to its original raised position. Good, good. Let's search here. Go right. a search. Nothing of interest. Okay, keep going north. Let's keep going north. You gradually explore the frigid maze of twisting passages. Now and again, the distant clamour of a ringing bell reaches your ears, and something nearby stirs. Think you probably know what it is. It's going to be a bat bronze bell. Who, who patched it? Someone patched it up. Huh? Must be it's free red plus. coat. Let's go aggressive. Yeah, aggressive. Because you do more damage when you're aggressive, but you also take more damage. 
pie. You step back from the crack remains of the massive bell and push and take your catch your breath. After checking over your gear, you warily resume your exploration. Have you checked your gear, Tom? Well, I must have. I've checked my I'd... gear. We're ready to go. Search. You make your way through your surroundings and discover nothing of interest. Oh, well. Yeah. All right, now let's. We went south too. Now we can go west. This is a randomised dungeon again, so. Ah. Something ahead stirs. Let's continue. It's, it's a, a giant bronze bell. Oh my god, these bells really need to pee off, don't they? Yeah, they, they probably should. There's so many bells. Five XP for Who are you building these bells? I think Santa's going to be a dodgy. Yeah, I think it's someone pretending to be Santa. Ugh. No one likes that. Search that. No one likes that. No one likes that Matthew H. I Harris. discover. Oh, you discovered something, have you? Let's have a look. <gasps> Let's have a look. Everyone likes Matthew H. Harris. Lying at the base of the wall in the section of the passage, almost completely obscured in its shadow, is a thick, jagged fragment of a hard, sticky red and white confection. The instant your fingers brush against the piece, it vanishes in a shimmering field of silver sparkles. 48 XP generated. After carefully examining the spot on which the strange curiosity rested, you wary resume your exploration. All right, we've got a few more places to go. Let's go south. South. We're going down, down on a merry-go-round. Yes, well, <laughs> yeah, oh, south looks down, but it's also south. South, south, on a merry-go-round. That's not a song. <laughs> no, it's not. But it it's isn't why I'm either. Search here. Strange carved scenes adorn the walls. All along this section of the passage, depicting long, thin serpents, their heads were placed by bells of various shapes and sizes. Let us search here. There was Please search. Continue. Nothing of interest. Please continue. Let's just go west. You suddenly realise you're not alone. Please continue. Oh, there's a square cell button, but we'll have to Oh, there's another with... patch bronze bell. These guys really are doing up my nut. It's all right, though. They're so weak, we just left them to it. Yeah. We'll have to thank, thank, thank the wedge-suited man for making them easier. Thanks, Matthew. Well, no, I, well it is back. ultimately Matthew. Thanks, Matthew. You step back from the correct remains and the massive bell and pause to catch your breath. Discover something nearby. Please continue. Ooh, padded gloves. Yeah, yeah, padded gloves, well crafted. We'll sell them later. Ooh, I could That's take. just generic loot jackets. Oh. I like generic loot. Well, yeah, well, you can sell it for money, which I've you can do so, just. I've gone so over time. So over time. Search, search here. Throw a search. Nothing of particular interest. Step on the square button. Yeah, it, you press it down. It goes back up and it glows. Oh my lord. Now, what do these square buttons do? They do something. Right, now. You realise you're not alone. It's a grinding rumble. Ooh. A low rumble akin to the sound of stone grinding upon stone reaches your ears here. You feel faint vibrations beneath your feet as you transverse the frigid corridor. You suddenly realise you're not alone. Because there's another bell. Ugh. Cracked bronze bell. These blue Well, it's not bells. cracked enough, apparently, but we'll fix that soon enough. Is it, it's only three plus level. We're, we're stronger than that. Yes, yes, because it was made much weaker. So many frigid passages. I hope they're safe. No, well, they're not. They're not safe. These giant bells keep trying to kill us. Oh, yes, it's a, to it's a total OSHA violation. 
Yeah, honestly, if the health and safety inspector saw this place, he'd be he'd be writing so many tickets. He would have to write himself a health and safety violation for writing so many tickets. Wow. Probably slippy too. Let's search here. Throw a search. Discover something. Oh, yep. Yeah. Lying at the base of the wall in this section of the passage, almost completely obscured in shadow, is a thick, jagged fragment of a hard, sticky, sticky, red and white confection. The instant your fingers brush against the piece, it vanishes in a shimmering field of silver sparkles. 64 XP to general. Well, it all adds up. All adds up. Yes, it does. Uh, Well, unless you've maximised everything, in which case, it doesn't really do much for you. Nothing (laughs) at all. After carefully examining the spot upon which the strange curiosity rested, you warily resume your exploration. Okay, keep... Alright, let's get back to that dais. Can we pull the lever yet? No. Let's push the lever. Yes. Nope, still refuses to budge. Right. Still... All right, we've got the buttons. Oh, it's a pale white glow from one of the buttons. Where are you, Dias? Come on, Dias, Dias, Dias. Okay, examine the Dias. Examine the impression. Standing atop the three-tiered Dias, you examine the large, key-shaped impression. Discover the four sticky red and white striped confection. Frank discovered in nearby passages are nearly neatly fitted into it. The four fragments fill the entirety of the impression. Step off the dice. Suddenly, a dazzling flash of red light suddenly erupts from the impression, forcing you to look away. Only a moment later, when the intense glow is faded, you look back at the impression and are startled to find it contains a large red, red and white striped iron key. After a careful examination of the key, you conclude it's likely safe to touch and touch and promptly acquire it. We got a striped iron key. Oh god. It's got an encumbrance of three. Now wind. This large, heavy red and wipes striped iron key is certainly curiosity. You can't imagine a practical use for such a key. Though you're certain you'll probably find one. With the strange key now safely in your possession, you carefully step down off the dais. I'm put, I've used it, so it'll be on the quick use panel, which is right here in the corner. Oh, yes. It's very handy, that. Right, we stepped on all the buttons. Mm-hmm. Examine the outline. Does the key do anything here? No. Okay. Oh, right. oh, let's search. There's one place we haven't searched yet. Okay. Dead end X itself. For a search. Nothing of particular interest. All right, I've, ser- I've, I've been to 16 places, searched 16 places. I've just got to find a place to use that key. That blooming key. Hmm. Maybe it's a metaphorical key, which you don't actually have to use. Unlock something like a lever, which is also striped. Like believing in Santa. Yeah, maybe just that too. Examine the lever. Push the lever. No. 
Okay, uh, to the dais. Okay, maybe if I step on the buttons again. No, nothing seems to happen there. There must be something I can do with this key. I keep thinking that too. Yeah. Must be something. Right, east north south junction. Grinding rumble. Do I use it here? No. Okay, and curious carvings. Do I use it here? No. There must be a place to use it. Square stone button, step on it, nothing happens. Okay, there must be a place to use that key. Can I use it at the... Well, the gate is kind of like a place. No, no, not the gate. Striped lever. Right, maybe if I examine it, and then I use the key. No. Alright. Dead end. No, there must be some. Yep. Sorry, Jack. Sorry, sorry, I mean Sam. Samuel. Samuel or Greg or Bob or something. Samuel, my, my, Samuel. my birth name. Yeah, don't use the key at the dais. No, examine the impression. Alright, uh, put the key back there. No. Uh. East North Passage, West North Passage, Tangular Outline. No, no, there must be. Yeah, God, I'm sorry I didn't do this in advance. Because if I'd done it in advance, I'd have figured out how to do it. So, Jack, sometimes the puzzles are difficult. Yes. Well, maybe I'm just very stupid. You'd probably agree with the latter, wouldn't you? I definitely do. I agree with it completely. Yeah, I keep forgetting your name, for example. You do. It's very strange. I don't know how you do that. Silly. Right, uh, use the key near the buttons. Step on the button. Use the key again. That's pretty useful. I mean, you don't get to get a key and hang on to it. No. Using the curious carvings. No. Step on the square button. Very much sinus. Right, I've stepped on now. Can I do the lever? Striped key. I just don't know, Thomas. Alright. You know what? Maybe I'll pause it for just a bit while we figure it out. I've just kept stepping on the buttons from somewhere off in the distance. You hear the gentle gentle chiming of several bells that's probably important now could I pull the lever yes I can I just kept did stepping you on the bus re re record again 
Yes, yes, I did press record again. <laughs> yeah, I've been quiet. It's right, we'll edit that bit out. If that bit's still in it, this hasn't gone well. With a tremendous effort, you manage to push the lever all the way down. Click. The sturdy, red, and white striped lever clicks into place. Suddenly. Lever's red and white stripes suddenly begin rapidly swirling. Before you can fully focus on the strange phenomena, the swirling of blades. And somewhere in the distance, there's a, there sounds a series of faint clicks. Somewhat puzzled, you step back from the lever. Well, something's going to have changed. I think it's where the distant rumble. No? Well, where's something would have changed? Curious carvings. Well, we press the button so it won't be there. It's prob probably with that square impression. Examine the outline. Uh, no. Oh, okay, I've examined the red outline. Suddenly, you're about to step back from the outline when the large rectangle begins to emit a pale red glow all along its edges. You watch in silent amazement as a large keyhole appears on the lower right corner of the outline shape. Oh, Jack, what do we do? I don't know, what do we do? A keyhole has appeared. What do we put in the keyhole? The key. Yes, yes, that was quite obvious. Quite I was obvious. just making sure you... Sam, Samuel. I was just making sure Samuel was involved. I mean, Samuel was always involved. Yes. 64 XP to general. You produce the large red and white striped iron key and curious, curiously insert it into the keyhole. Perfect fit. Without warning, the weighty key begins to tremble under your hand and you instinctively release your grip on it. The key continues to tremble for several moments before suddenly vanishing a cloud of red and white sparkles. The striped iron key is gone. Looking up, you're startled to find a shadowy doorway where the etched outline was only seconds ago. Peering through the doorway, you can see nothing in the dense gloom, gloom beyond. So, do we step through the doorway or step back? Mm. One more healing. To step, step back. All right, step back. Well, there's nothing else to do, Jack, so do we step through the doorway or not? Let's step through the doorway. Step through the doorway. The instant you step through the shadowy doorway, you find yourself in a small cluttered chamber with tall windows on two sides and shelves filled with books and scrolls lining the walls. Seated in the ornate high-backed chair behind a small round table is your red-suited antagonist, stroking his white beard as he fixes you with a quizzical stare. Well, well, here you are at last, he says in a low, friendly voice. How was your first incursion into the outer passage? Nothing you couldn't handle. But then I suspect as much. After all, we've met. You don't remember, because it hasn't happened yet. It will, in time. Mm -mm. Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. things get a bit timey-wimey when Zafirwook is involved. Who's a, who's a crab who can control time? Samuel. That's cool. Yes, it is. It's very cool. It is the coolest thing. Isn't he also a really big crab? Mm. And he has a crown. The old man rises from his chair and points to the table to your left. There. 
rising atop a small mound of tables and trinkets is your red wrapped square package. Open it, he says smiling. You've proved yourself, as if there were ever any doubt. Oh, honestly, this guy seems a lot nicer now. He does. Yeah, he does. It's almost as if this was all some sort of weird test. I mean, if he, if he just wanted to screw us, he wouldn't just have an option to make it just easier. He's a strange guy. Strange guy indeed. I think so. Yeah. I think he's just one of those, those inscrutable people. Bastard. No, not a bastard. Well, no. we might be. We don't, we don't know the marital status of his parents. If he even had them, he might be just one of those, you know, people that just emerge with no, with no particular origin. For what lies ahead, I, that is we, had to be sure. Hope you understand. You deserve more than what's in there. But I hope it pleases you all the same. Ooh. Right. This Now we get to finally open the package, Jack. I mean, Sam. Samuel! Yep, Samuel. Definitely Samuel. Definitely not anyone else. You're about to pick up the wrapped gift when your mysterious host points to a door on the opposite side of the chamber. Victoria Sirson wasn't there just a moment ago. When you step through that, through that door, you'll be home, he says. Spend as much time here as you like, for there is no time. Open your gift and rev, rev in your victory. For a victory it was, but even the most stringent of measurement measures. Until next we meet. Well, it'd been more of a victory if we didn't have to make it easier twice. Well, it? yeah. Yeah, but, well, it doesn't, doesn't affect the endgame reward, so... Just makes it accessible to everyone. Even people who've just started. That's good, because it should be for everyone. Christmas is for everyone. Yes. With that, he swirls his left hand above his head and vanishes in a cloud of silver sparkles. There's probably jingling bells as well. Ooh, Christmas! Yes, well, maybe it's Yule. Still wheeling from from all that's happened over the last small while, you pick up your whacked gift and begin to carefully open it. Oh, we've passed an hour now. You untie the broad green ribbon and let it drop to the floor. You gently remove the metallic red paper. You carefully lift the square lid to reveal a sparkling silver pendant and frosted paleo bread man cookie. The brown pendant crafted to resemble an icy vine wrapped around a spring of holly emits a faint gleamish glow. The paleo bread man cookie, dressed in edible finery and coated with a thick white frosting, radiates a similar sight. You take possession of the pendant before turning your attention to the delectable confection. Let's have a look at this pendant then. Go on then. Holly pendant. It's a pendant. Huh. It has a melee rating of seven and a stamina points of seven. This round silver pendant is crafted to depict an ivy vine entwined around a sprig of holly. On one of the carved holly leaves are the engraved letters H and C. The pendant emits a faint greenish glow. The pe- this pendant does not occupy a pendant slot when equipped. Oh no. 
That, no, that's a good thing. That's, that's a good thing. That's a very good thing, Jack. That means you can always equip it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, just means that, of course, is what I'm going to do right now. Raising my stats. Raising my stats, raising my stats. Yep, so now my melee rating has gone up to 159. Stamina points to 173. And Neville Reserve is, as of yet, unchanged. Wow. Crunch. There's not much to tell, really. It's Paleo Bread Man. Like most non-living Paleo Bread Man. Uh, here, one moment, and gone the next with only a scattering of crumbs to prove they ever existed at all. Within moments of consuming the delicious treat, a wondrous feeling washes over you, leaving its wake, your senses heightened, and your spirit indomitable. Your melee rating has been permanently increased by three, which is a big deal. Your stamina points have been permanently increased by three as well, also a big deal. 16,384 points experience to general. 2,048 experience to all skills and powers, which is going to come in handy. Yeah, it is. Well, of course, Jack, Jack doesn't... Sam, Samuel doesn't understand that, but... it's in a, you know, it's, it's a big deal, it's a big deal. That's good. Clink, cluck, what was that? You spot and promptly take possession of a, well, small, not that small though, of a quite hefty leather pouch, in fact, stuffed with adventure tokens. One hundred adventurer tokens. Oh my god! Yes. Yes, indeed. That's a lot. Yes, it is. That's so many. Thank you, Matthew H. Yarrows. Yep. Yeah, that's a lot of adventure tokens. He's a nice I mean, guy. usually you could do it, do an hours, you do an epic quest that takes a day real time to do, and be lucky if you get twenty four. Yes, lucky. Yes, you can spend that at Tally's Trading Post mm. for the for the for the highest quality gear, or I could use it to buy a quickstone, and well, not all of the quickstone, but to go towards. Buying the quickstone and and the special wedding and the premium residencies. Mm. How that pouch appeared out of nowhere, you can't begin to guess. Neither, but neither you want to endlessly question, to needlessly question the winds of good fortune. Having emptied the gift box, you're about to begin poking about the cluttered room when you suddenly notice much horror. The door pointed out to you by the white-bearded man is now roughly the size it was when you first saw it. Fearing that it may soon be too small for you to pass through will be quite a bit for Sir Crokington, because Sir Crokington is small. Very small. Because Sir Crokington got turned into a toad. That's cool. Yeah, I didn't tell Jack about that. No, he didn't. No, Jack had been listening to my podcast, you'd know that. I listen to everyone. But, well, Samuel does. I don't know who this Jack... Guy is, but um, Samuel listens to all of them. So how are we getting on? Three six, three six eight. 
That's the section number. So he can find out where to where where we are. Yes, that well, that I don't know. That's that's presumably so. If you find a problem, you can say exactly where it is. He's thought of everything. He's thought of everything. Does it say how much percent the percentage of the quest we're through? No. How how do we know how far we are? Because because if you're finished, it will say you're finished. How long how long are some of the quests? Some of them. Some of the quests last well. The longest quest is probably Proving Grounds Six. That's about eighteen hours. Oh wow! And and what's the shortest quest? The shortest quest it's probably uh, something like a barmaid's honor, which lasts about a minute. Wow! And and what's the average quest length? Well, that's really hard to say. Probably the average forty minutes. Oh, okay. So yeah, I mean, this, if this you is, read so them this is longer out. than average. Yes, but mainly because we weren't that good at it. We weren't that we, good. We, 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 we pressed the buttons in the wrong order. We pressed the buttons in the wrong order. You know what this podcast needs? Better players? <laughs> yes, <laughs> but it needs an ending card and an opening card. And we recorded this one year ago today. Well, uh, Christmas Day, what, last year? Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. I did the well-met fellow adventurers you're listening to. Swift Bedtime Stories, brought to you by Matthew H. Yarrows. Well, well made yeah, by Matthew H. Yarrows. you didn't even use it. Disappointed. How many well, followers you got now? Because we spoke last time you had one. It's, it's kind of hard to tell, because they'll, be they'll be following me on different platforms. Well, let us know how you're following us in the comments below. It can be if this is one of those platforms that gives you comments. And would you read those comments if they did? Yeah, I'll, I'll look for them. Oh. But I might even not even know what platform you're listening in on because huh? is there a is there a Twitter? No, there isn't. A Twitter. So there's an email address, isn't there? Yes. And so, if you want to drop a comment, you can drop a comment too. Swift bedtime stories at googlemail.com, I think. At swift bedtime stories at googlemail.com, we think. So that's a good reason to drop an email if there ever was one. Hmm. So, there's also no sign of the towering spruce beneath with you wrapped your gift. And so, no, right, right, let's, let's, con let's continue. Fearing it may be so to soon be too small for you to pass through, or it may disappear altogether, you hurry over it and step out into the cold night of Blade, of Blade Square. Almost immediately, you turn to look back on the door, only to find it's no longer there. Well, of course it isn't. You can't go around leaving magical gore doors to magical dangerous realms all over the place. What is this? Narnia? <laughs> uh, 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 uh. There's no sign of the towering spruce beneath which you acquired your wrapped gift. Content to put the puzzling matter out of mind for the present, you hurry off on your way, eager to avoid being caught out in violation of the city's strict curfew. And to seek the warm glow of the Is flat. it COVID there as well? They've got curfews. No, no, it's, it's crime. Like being in France. Lots and lots of crime in Trithic. A ridiculous level of crime. Is that because people are online killing each other, like GTA? Well, they're not online killing each other. They're, they're, ki they're killing each other, you know, in, in, in IRL. IRL. Yes, yes, it's quite, it's quite a, quite a big deal. I mean, in Thane Poland, he's trying his best, but 
but you know it's it's a it's a very crimey city it's going to take time to clean up and it seems while we must press continue the quest here might have to oh thank you and merry christmas <laughs> i sincerely hope that you enjoyed what was hidden away in your wax package in the end it wasn't too much trouble to retrieve and open it thank you and as you. always for playing and supporting swift your kind words, generosity, dedication to the game, and helpful feedback mean the world to me and make creating and sharing with all of you a true pleasure. I wish you and yours only the very best this Christmas. Give me money. And holiday season and in the new year to come. Give me money. Merry Christmas. Give me money. Matt Game Master at Swift.com. He's the Game Master. Give me money. Please continue. I think there was some, a subliminal, subliminal message in there, but I didn't quite... Didn't well, quite. Jack put that in there. I don't, I, don't, I don't know what was there. Well, right. well, that is that. That was fun. Well, there is one more thing we can pick up. Oh, no. This, this has nothing to do with, with what's just with the adventure that's happened, so we it doesn't Tom matter. We gave Tom a 30-minute slot for this, and we've gone over an hour. Yeah, anyway, that is enough for now. It's yeah. been fantastic, hasn't it? And what's yeah. your, have you got an ending card? Top? Where, 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 where do we put the adverts? Well, that, that, well I'll decide when, when, it, when, we, when I publish it. So is there, should we say, and let's have some adverts here? We could, I could say that, but then I have to remember where I said it. Oh, well, we'll, we'll go uh, more swift after these messages. Insert adverts here. I could do a little clap. And now you know where that big sharp click is. This will be right at the end. That's a, there's going to be ads at the very end anyway. No, You've got to put ads. The mid-roll ads are supposed to be uh, in the middle. We should have, we should have That's why it. they call them mid-roll ads. We, Otherwise we, they'll you, call them... You had a little pause, didn't you, halfway through? So you could do some reading. Yes. Yes, there was, yeah, just before an hour, there was, a, there was that spot. But, yeah, that's, a bit, that's not... I prefer closer early. to the middle. Yeah, let's do... Well, we, we work a nice slot. At some point, well, by the time you get to this point, you would have heard the nice slot we chose for the adverts. And hopefully you thought, that, well, that was a great slot for adverts. So, fingers crossed, that was good. Yeah, anyhow, so next episode, I think I will be moving on to do The Ring of Illusion, Ooh. which is a very... Which is a very fun contest of twenty rounds wow. of combat against twenty twenty masterful illusions created by the Arch Maid Solendor oh, for wow. fabulous prizes. What? There's prizes. Yes, fabulous what? prizes. What's the prizes? Does well, Samuel get some money? Well, well, you won't get some money because you're not in the world of Swift. <laughs> no, instead you get something. Much more valuable than I do. Well, well, Sir Crokington will, because oh. Sir Crokington's actually going to be taking part in the Wing of Illusion. Well, I'll be listening, Tom. I listen to every of the podcasts. Of course, you do, stories. Samuel. Thank you, and he remembers my name <laughs> as we come towards the end for what has been another great adventure. Join us next time for more great Swift bedtime stories, read by Thomas Stephen Slater. I've been Samuel something or rather, and it's been fantastic. And for more next time, tune in in a year's time and I'll probably be here again. In the same spot, a year later, doing another Christmas special. Helping my brother Thomas Stephen Slater as the years go by. Thank you. 
Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.